who, speaking of new markets and Froggy New York, do you know who would be pretty keen to knock him off this weekend in the new market, Matty? Benny T. Benny Thompson, I reckon, would be pretty keen to get the job done on Buenos Noches. He's picked up the ride on Saturday. He's got to get down to 50.5 kilos. And he joins us on Big V Racing. Uh, good morning to you, Ben. Good morning, Matt. You're coming down in search of more Group 1 glory. Yeah, yeah, we are. So it's... Um no, just uh, got, got the one there again, and hopefully it can um, yeah add to what's been a, a great month. Hey, just before we talk about that, where one of our themes of the morning is this faraway racetrack called Hinamunji, and you grew up down here. Did was it a familiar name to you when you were coming through the ranks as a kid? This uh, far flung picnic track called Hinamunji that we're going to talk about later on this morning. The name rings a bell, Matt, but I I couldn't I wouldn't have any idea what direction it's in. And yeah, nor was it very familiar, but I, I definitely heard of it. Just um, the only ones that really were picnic tracks that come to mind myself was for Balnearing and um, and Woolamai. But away from that, they they all were yeah. Well, Balnearing and Woolamai are sort of the metro picnic yeah. tracks in a way. So um, I got a funny story about Swiss Creek, which we'll talk to the CEO of the club when we talk to him a little bit later on of, of Hinamunji. Yeah, mate. The new market is a race where you can turn it upside down a thousand ways. There's always questions of inside versus out, wind direction, uh, all that sort of thing. And last year we saw the amazing situation of the two split divisions where the data revealed that one of the divisions just went way too quick and no one really realised it at the time. So it's a race where you you can analyse it a lot. And I think a lot of people are going to be analysing Buenos Noches very closely because he seems to tick a hell of a lot of boxes. Yeah, he sure does, Matt. He's um, he's obviously he's a quality colt. Only had the six starts, but he's he's um, let everyone know he's there in each of them. He's had four goes down the straight. Like just another box that he ticks, or the boxes that he does tick. Obviously, he's very very familiar with the course. He's proven himself at the grade. Um, was great first up in the Lightning. The extra two hundred meters won't be a concern after storming home in the um, in the Coolmore, and it's. Um, yeah, just super. Or the biggest, the, probably the biggest enticement is just the drop in the weight. He, he meets a lot of these horses much better on the scales, and um, he's, I'm sure, Matt. Or I'm yeah, confident Matt has him cherry ripe. He uh, had a really nice trial, takeover trial uh, at Warwick Farm last Thursday, which was just under two weeks since the Lightning. And I went and galloped him at Warwick Farm yesterday, so it's, it was really nice to have it, have get, have a feel of him and um, get a grasp on what's under the hood, and um, he'll travel down tomorrow night and be uh, ready to rock on Saturday. The weight's fascinating, A, because you have to get down to it, and we're going to ask you about how you're going to do that, and the other one is the relative weight against I Wish I Win from the from the Lightning. Uh, there's different judges have different opinions on the significance of weight hikes and weight drops, particularly in sprint races in a straight line, but it just jumps out off the page, the, the weight pull he's got on I Wish I Win, for instance. Yeah, for sure. Especially sort of um, comparing the two, which were both around the blast or best last two and four hundred of that lightning, and um, my bloke Buenos Noches second to I wish I win on the on the clock. He it's just like he uh, he gave my mount two kilos that day. I wish I win compared to Saturday, I'd be giving him six and up in trip. I think it I thought all bad only twelve hundred meters up a straight, and I wish I win the horse that's won you know won a six million dollar race. Uh, Sorry, eight million dollar race over fifteen hundred. He's it's still an extra furlong, and um, we're probably going to be in a similar spot. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, if it's in a, without having a, a good look at the race and dissecting anything yet, it'd be 
yeah, it'd be really nice to to be following him and um, yeah, seeing we can do late and and um, make it use its weight a bit. But he's obviously he's, he's a great repairer of his gallopers, Matthew Smith, and he he's um, he knows what he what he has in his hand. So it's uh, it's an exciting race. It's even it's, I guess probably just another very exciting sprint race this autumn in Melbourne after the opening play, which uh, no matter how many times you looked at it, you probably it was very hard to find a winner. It looks like I wish I win. He, no doubt he deserves to be a, a clear favourite, but obviously weight um, and just so many other horses we need to respect. Lofty Strike, obviously my mount. Uh, Rockin' Horse has won two at the top level down the straight. Uh, Private Eye, it's, it's another fantastic race. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's full of quality. Can't wait for it on Saturday. Uh, Buenos Notches has drawn barrier nine. So you'll, you'll have plenty of options anyway, Ben. Hey, you mentioned that you, you jumped on the back of him at Warwick Farm yesterday. How much importance do you place on that, getting a sit on a horse before you take the ride for the first time on race day? Yeah, I think it's always... Like you might. He was a, I, so I flew down on, on Monday night and galloped him first thing yesterday and he's, he's a very, very well-mannered cold. He's a, he's a beauty and was... Um, very push button, relaxed and whatnot. But I think it's just it's like probably just being colts too. Like a lot of them are different. Um, a lot of the great ones have you know an attitude like him. Though it's uh, I think even if, I, if I'm five percent better for, for having that ride on him, it's 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 going to play a part on the day. So I think it's very very important. And um, yeah, even I'm sure like. Uh, a perfect example in the race, a horse like Marzu Sam Clifford, and you know, he's done a stack of work with that horse before. He really put his name up in lights, and and obviously look at the success that they've that they've had together. So it's um, myself with Uncommon James. Like it's, it's you know when you have a really good rapport with the horse, it it's um, it, it can be a game of inches, and uh, I think it definitely does play a part. So all B, I only picked up. I was confirmed on the ride on on Sunday, so. Um, nice to have the one sit on him before Saturday anyway. Benny, I reckon handicap racing is the great point of difference of Australian racing to all the other great racing jurisdictions, Melbourne Cup, Doncaster, but there's something about the new market handicap and I, I was researching a bit of it for a story and it's fascinating to, to go back into the history of this amazing race. Uh, so they first ran it in 1874, they first raced at Flemington in 1840 and for the first 20 or 30 uh runnings of racing at Flemington, they didn't have a straight track at all. They only introduced it 30 years in. And in the old days, the the, the home straight, Benny, was along the riverside. So if you can visualise that now, it's quite amazing to think of that the whole track was completely turned on its side for a long time. And then, then they decided to build the straight track, the straight six. And early on, all the, the narcs were saying that it'd just be for squibs and it was a stupid idea. And isn't it amazing, like... 150 years down the track, uh, how respected and famous this race is that you, you're trying to win on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, yeah, I, I had no idea of that. That yeah, the, the straight used to be along the riverside, and how much it's changed. But as as well, like it's it's there's it has, obviously has, a, has an aura about it, the uh, Flemington, and and these their iconic sprint race. Albeit they have the like Caviar Lightning and the Champion Sprint during the spring. It's it's really the 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 headline straight race for the best horse best sprint horses in the land so it's um no i'm sure it's going to be another great contest and uh, great to see that vrc have another another top quality field to, to fight it out hey benny i know you're a natural lightweight but do you have to do much at all to get down to 50 and a half i have to i do have to tighten it up matt i'm i'm fortunate that as a rule like my weight 
yeah, we have a quiet week. Like, there's, let's say, there's only a couple meetings, or let's say three meetings during the week. Come sort of a Saturday morning, I'd wake up around 53 and a half, I'd be. Yep. Whereas that's sort of doing what I like, where if it's busier, I'm sort of at 52 and a half. So very like, fortunate that that's pretty much, that's my resting weight. So that's um, pretty much since I, or since I found out. I was in the mix from last Friday and just basically just eat sensible, really. Mm. It's, um, it's been like salmon and chicken, either salmon or chicken with veggies lately, um, and still three meals a day. Um, so yesterday I had uh, have a little bit of fruit and muesli and um, a small piece of quiche, then a, a chicken rice paper roll yesterday and some salmon and uh, vegetables last night. So I, I gradually, just, I don't want to sort of cut out too much food closer to or too far out because I'm not used to, I don't want to, let's say, hit it, hit it full force and then I'd be probably flat as a tack two days from the race. So I'll sort of just have breakfast and either lunch or dinner on, on Friday. And I'm um, oh, sorry, it'll be dinner because there's races at Ipswich. Yep. And then I'll still have some, I'll put something in on Saturday morning, but um, hopefully I don't have to have a sweat until Saturday morning and then I'd um, be spot on. This is a really weird question to ask of most husbands and wives, but who weighs more, you or Steph? <laughs> as, a, as a rule, as a rule, I walk around, oh, I'd say half a kilo heavier. So we're very, very similar. So uh, yeah, there's usually there's always about a kilo between us. So, but I'm metabolism's a, different, male to female, too, isn't it? I was just thinking, if you're both roughly the same weight and you're both jockeys and weight's important and so on, but I can't imagine that you'd both be on exactly the same sort of diet and exercise regime because it doesn't quite work out that way, male to female, all the time, does it? No, it doesn't. But we, we, we are fortunate, obviously, Steph, she's, as, as her brothers are, Damien and Boris, they're both they're, they're skin and bone and they're... They're very fortunate that that um, they can pretty well eat what they like, like without being without being you know silly. Um, so we're able to enjoy ourselves at times, and it's usually a Saturday night we can have takeaway, like after after Saturday races, and still be fine to ride 54 or whatever on the Sunday. So we're we're very lucky, but yeah, that makes our life a lot easier that that we're not on either ends of the scale, and we can both live pretty much with the with the same diet. So. No, no, very, very fortunate, and um, yeah, obviously it opens up uh, great opportunities like um, like I have on Saturday. Uh, Benny, you've got a, a heap of rides over the next couple of days, and gee, you've been in good form lately. You rode four winners on Saturday at Eagle Farm. You've ridden six out of your last eight uh, home first. Have you got one at Doombin this afternoon that we should be following? Yeah, I do have a, a again a nice, a really nice book of rides, and yeah, very fortunate on. Uh, it's a tough day, more so just it's a very even time of year, you could say, between carnivals. There's a headline meeting up here next Saturday, the dual meeting for uh, cutest horses, Queensland Restricted, um, incentive scheme horses, but um, just a very even group of horses going around today, and the, why I'd say it's tricky is that the rail's out nine and a half, which sometimes it, it can be a bias at Doom and, and favour the leaders. But I'd say my... I'd, there's a horse of Tony Madison's Tears, Poetic Drama, which won over a fortnight ago. Uh, it's her first start for the Sears camp, and she won super. So she's drawn nice at a barrier five. I'd expect her to run well again. And uh, for a uh, mayor, sorry, for Stephen O'Day and Matt Hoisted, whose stable's flying, and um, uh, Stella Magic, her name is. She's in later in the day. 
1,100 metres, third up in, in, in Class 3 grade, and she's a filly, that, a mare that stakes, stakes placed. So she's um, but drawn barrier one, and hopefully, um, yeah, she looks at a really nice chance. Just two more before I uh, let you go. Uh, another part of my history research on the straight six at Flemington. Guess, Benny, another, the Vic Park had a, a straight track, and there's one at Pinjarra. Guess what other major track in Australia for a long time or a fair while had a straight course? You'll be absolutely shocked when you hear it. Are you ready for the oh. drum roll, Benny? Doombin had a straight, a straight sprint yeah. course early days. Fair dinkum. Yeah. I would never have guessed. Never have guessed. Now, I've got another, I was thinking I've got, somewhere maybe in Perth or, or whatnot, but I would never have yet. You, you wouldn't think they'd have enough room at Dooman for a straight track. <laughs> hey, um, no. I've got the biggest question in across the three codes for you. What do we make of Amron Boy? <laughs> um, he's a superstar. Uh, whereas when he hasn't won, he's, he's generally had been, always been luckless. Um, but, yeah, uh, has a huge profile and, and deserves every bit of it. So I'm sure in, in fast forward in 12 months' time, who knows how many group ones he He's um he's going to have added to the silver chief. He's already won. I was going to tell you I thought he was a money muncher, yeah, but you put yeah. a very positive spin That's on him. Much <laughs> much better articulated, Ben. Is it, what about have you got a favourite in the Thompson Kennel at the moment? Uh, I, I love watching uh, Unleash Galinda, who won a oh, heat of the Emerald yesterday. Straight he's specialist, really exciting, and, and yeah, he loves all these twelve from twelve at at Hillsville. Um, so yeah, he runs in the final there next week. He's really like watching him. Um, a couple, probably my favourite, I have to say my favourite, two at the moment, uh, uh, two dogs that have only just started off, mum and dad, and only saying this because Steph and I have a share in them, is Umberto, who runs on Saturday night at uh, the Meadows, and another one called um, Minister Mentor, who had his second start last week and ran second. So they're, I like those two, and there's a dog that won a couple of weeks ago, um, first start for the kennel, um, owned by Vince Tulio, who's a great, been a great owner for mum and dad. Um, Transponder, he won at Geelong, and just you know when you can watch some horses, or let's say good horses, or let's say a sign of a good young horse, they're just their action. They just separate themselves from others. Um, just if you, anybody gets a chance, go and watch Transponder a couple of weeks ago, and his action, just the way he covered the ground. I reckon if he had an if he had a e tracker on, his his stride length would have been off the chart. So hopefully he's a nice dog going forward. Sorry, what's the name of the one that's unbeaten at uh, Hillsville? Unleashed, Unleashed to Linda. Linda. Unleashed to Linda. Oh, it's interesting. We we're talking yeah. to George Ferrugia yesterday, and it reminds me of Oakley Plates versus Newmarket. So like horses like Grandiose used to be an amazing straight horse, and then you get your your rail huggers, and it's very much the same in greyhounds. And George Ferrugia was telling us yesterday that your dad's dog, the superstar of Hillsville, if it ran against Wow, she's fast at Hillsville, it'd smash Wow, she's fast. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully, never have to take on Wow, she's fast. <laughs> she still stays well away from Hillsville, but no, he he loves it down the straight. He's um yeah, what he had the twelve starts there for twelve wins and holds the track record over both distances there, the three hundred and three fifty. So he's obviously it's his biggest, toughest task, you could say. There um, on uh, Saturday. Oh, sorry, next next week. But um, yeah, hey, he's, he's got a great record, and hopefully he can yeah, keep it intact there. Well, Benny, hopefully you're loving the straight just as much as Unleash Kalinda on Saturday with Buenos Notches in the new market. We wish you all the best, mate. Appreciate you jumping on for a chat, and uh, good luck. Hopefully, it's a second group one in a matter of weeks. Thank you very much, guys.